You're listening to The Tradie Show. This is the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you who want to lead with confidence, make more profit and create a better lifestyle. We're your hosts, Andy and Angela Smith, husband and wife team and co-founders of Lifestyle Trading. Are you ready to have some fun? Hell yeah! Welcome everyone to another episode of The Tradie Show, your go-to source for tips and tricks to help you run a successful trade business. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ange. Hey everyone, I'm so excited for today's topic. It's one that as a trade business owner, we don't spend time thinking or talking about, but you must have it to succeed in the long term. So we're talking about stepping up as a leader. I'm sure if you stopped to think about it, you knew the day would come that you would have to embrace this role. Maybe that day is already here and you're not really sure what to do. And let's be honest, your head is filled with so many things just to scrape through the day today, like taking phone calls, managing the team, telling them what to do, who has time for anything else. I guess that's the point though. You can't grow a business just by turning the wheels and barking orders. Mm -hmm. You personally have to move up the ranks, so to speak, from being on the tools as a tradesperson to managing the team, then to being a leader. They're actually three different roles completely. So tradesperson to manager to leader. We all know about being a tradesperson on the tools, but just to be clear, managing isn't leading, right? No, they are actually different. Yeah. So a manager will focus on planning, organizing and coordinating work. They make sure the team are doing what they should so that they deliver results. Whereas a leader will inspire, motivate and influence their team through actions and words towards a shared vision. This creates an amazing team culture that drives loyalty long-term. Stop, wait. That was the sentence right there that every trade business owner wanted to hear. What's that? That if you get the leadership right, it will drive loyalty with your team for the long term. In today's environment, it seems the grass is always greener for a lot of employees out there. They can snap up a job with another business with a click of the fingers. But do they really want to leave if they actually love where they work? Well, that's a great question. I'd say no. And that's why Mm -hmm. this topic is so interesting. Yes. You want the team to be so on board with the bigger picture of the business and how they fit in that their future is already painted and they're excited. So what you're saying is, like a cult... Get them to drink the Kool-Aid, baby. (laughs) Maybe not those vibes, but I get what you're saying. (laughs) You do want them to love the business so much that they think of it as their own. You want them to love coming to work every day, working together to achieve great things. Yeah, that's true. So how do you do that? How do you change your thinking plus your words and actions to be a leader when you've been a tradesman for possibly years? Yes, Here within lies the problem. We tradies have been running our own ship since the day we started our own business. And perhaps it's been like this for many years before we took on our first employee. We really only know how to teach them what we know, like be a good tradie, follow great processes, communicate with the customers. Yeah, but that's managing, not being a leader. Yeah, I get it. It's a tricky one. You naturally turn into a manager to ensure the team are doing what you want them to so you can make some money. Yeah, I agree. So let's talk about how you switch this up to be a leader. Yeah. The first thing that needs to be said is that no one is born a leader, but you can actually be taught. 
I do think some people take on this role more naturally than others. Perhaps it's maybe the guys and girls that have the confidence level. Well, I would say confidence in yourself and your vision for the business helps. But leaders are actually really people orientated. Mm -hmm. They're empathetic to those around them. So as they grew in their business, they had the epiphany that they can't do this by themselves, which made them stop and think about, well, how do I do this better? I remember when I first started hiring and I realized that I needed to bring a different kind of energy. You know, the team was growing really fast and they were all looking at me for guidance. Yeah, it's true. And no doubt the same story for most trade business owners. In fact, I have a few specific questions for you, Andy, Mm -hmm. about how you think you made this transition. But before I do, I actually want to share some theory for the listeners. So to step up as a leader, you actually need to start looking at yourself first. It's actually called self-leadership. You mean like how can you be expected to be able to inspire and guide others around you if you don't even have the ability to inspire yourself? It would be like fighting a lost cause, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that really comes down to passion for what you're doing or what you're trying to achieve. Because if you're not motivated and passionate about your cause, I can guarantee you that no one else around you will be either. So let me share with you the ABCs of (laughs) self-leadership. ABC sounds a little bit like we're back in kindergarten learning the ABC. Anyway, back to you. (laughs) Yeah, look, it is a little bit. So stick with me here, okay? So A stands for self-awareness. B is self-belief. And C is around self-confidence. Okay, so let's talk through this. All right. So self-awareness. This is about being able to reflect on situations and know that what you did or said Mm. provided a specific outcome. And perhaps in future, you need to react a different way. Like don't yell and scream at your team if they made a mistake. Instead, give them instructions. But let them make the final decision themselves, even if it means sometimes they need to fail. Yeah. Self-awareness is also about being honest about your strengths and weaknesses and how these impact your day-to-day. Because at the end of the day, no one is perfect. Sorry? Yep. What? I I was just saying maybe I was. (laughs) (laughs) Are you? Uh, No. Everyone has weaknesses, but being aware of them and learning how to navigate them is what differentiates you from a trade business owner to an absolute gun leader. Yeah. So as an example, if one of your weaknesses as a leader is that you're a bit of a tell it how it is kind of person, which can come off maybe a bit blunt and abrasive Mm -hmm. at times, then let's say someone on your team comes to you with a personal problem, hey? And without even thinking about it, your response is like, get over it, move on. Then the way you reacted is going to rub people the wrong way. And in these situations, you need to stop, take a moment to reflect and put yourself in their shoes. You need to be empathetic towards their situation. Now, this is something that I've definitely, I've had to learn over time to think before I speak. Yeah. <laughs> And if they've been so brave enough to even come up and talk about the issues, I need to say to myself, I love that they trust me and they talk to me about this stuff and I need to stop and listen and give them the time that they need. I mean, this is just one example of many that happens to touch a bit on the emotional side of leadership. And interestingly, you've just highlighted that was perhaps originally a weakness of yours. That I learned to turn into a strength. Yeah. So (laughs) on the flip side, let's talk about strengths. Yeah. Everyone has something that they're really good at. Mm -hmm. So yours might be that you can command a room and that your team really respect you for that. 
So imagine that you're in a toolbox meeting. You've got this knack for rallying the team around you and giving them a really great pep talk amongst other things. And it'd be a really good opportunity for you to motivate them for the week ahead. Yeah, the ability to inspire and motivate your team is such a great strength to have. There's nothing like a good pep talk whilst sipping a cup of coffee to fight the Monday blues, <laughs> to rev them up and getting started for a big week. Yeah, so true. So moving on, the next of the ABCs of self-leadership is B. And what we're talking about is self-belief. Mm-hmm. This is the trust you have in your abilities and who you are as a person to be able to achieve your goals. At the end of the day, you started this business for a reason and you will lead it to greatness. But do you actually believe this? Is this actually what you want? Yeah, that's a great question. I guess this ties well with C as well, which stands for self-confidence. Both self-belief and self-confidence are very closely linked. Yeah, they are. So self-confidence is the ability to act on something in spite of any doubts that you may have. Mm. So self-confidence, I suppose, can be faked, I suppose, like fake it till you make it. You can't fake self-belief though. No. Because you can't fake yourself, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't fake it. Self-belief is a deep-rooted knowledge of what you know to be true. It's linked actually with your personal values. So if you stay true to these throughout your life, I'd say you're on a pretty good path. Yes, like high morals and values and obviously family. Yeah, that's your values. Mm. So the point I want to make here is that To become a leader, you need to start with you. Use this as a starting point to foster self-leadership because like we said, if you don't start with yourself about who you are and what you want so that you're clear about your passion to drive a successful business, then it's going to be an uphill battle to motivate others around you. So you said earlier you are going to ask me some questions about how I moved from being, what I'd say, a great manager Um, to a fantastic leader. (laughs) Okay, yes. I want to talk Uh, about how you took yourself out of the day-to-day management mindset mm. and into the mindset of a leader because there is actually a huge difference and you've personally sat in both camps. So let me ask you this. What's involved in the management side? Well, as a business owner, when I was in the management sort of mindset, I would handle dispatch, invoicing, quoting, phone calls from the team, phone calls from customers, Pretty much everything. But because I was in that mindset, I was also at times on the tools. I just didn't have enough time in the day to scratch myself, let alone think about leading a team. Okay. So what would you classify as leading a team? Well, I didn't really know it at the time because I didn't understand there was a difference really. But knowing what I know now, I'd classify this as being able to paint the vision of the business, the future, and what this meant to me, but also paint the vision of where you wanted to take them. You know, to speak really honestly and show that passion that you've got, show them how much you love the business, how much you love them, how great your team is. And making them believe, oh my God, we're in a great team here and we are definitely going places. That's awesome. So what else shifted for you? Well, I learned a lot more how to collaborate with the team. So nailing my communication skills and having two-way conversations rather than just going, 
do that now. <laughs> um, so I had to change that way. And weekly toolbox meetings was great to get everyone's opinion as well because we had a chance to meet as a team plus have regular one-on-one check-ins. I'd always catch up with them one-on-one. If I thought there was an issue going on or whatever it was, I'd just sometimes grab a guy and go, hey, jump in my office, let's have a chat. And I found this along with a few other things really took the culture from zero to a hundred. And then all of a sudden we had this amazing team that loved working and like we just had so much fun around each other and you could just see the vibe. If it wasn't in the office, it was when we were out digging a hole or knocking over a beer on a Friday afternoon. Everyone loved just hanging together. Yeah, that's awesome. So apart from implementing some specific strategies that help you lead the team, do you think there was anything specific that changed your mindset? Yes, there was a point where I realized things definitely had to change because I was doing the same thing every day. And I wasn't actually on the tools anymore. And when you're a tradie and you're an owner and you're on the tools with the boys, you're a part of them. But all of a sudden, I was more a manager. I wasn't getting out on the tools anymore. And the problem was the team was treating me just like one of them and a mate. And they weren't treating me as a boss as such. So if there was a phone call that came in late in the afternoon or there was some hard work to be done, they sort of expected me to get in the trenches and do it with them. You know, it was something that I really struggled with, but I realized I had to change my ways. And it wasn't that I didn't want to jump in the trench and help or didn't want to get out there and and put in the hard yards. It was more the fact that I just physically didn't have the time because the business needed me more in the office. So what I had to do was change the mindset of the tradies of where I was, just like a worker like them, to myself stepping up and being more of an office manager and, as we talk about it, a leader. So what I needed to do was I changed what I used to wear. I mean, I used to always have work boots and work socks and work clothes, and I was ready to jump in a truck, head down the road, and when something was wrong, I step in and take complete control. And I had to get away from that, and they had to see me more as the boss and the leader and someone in the office. So I changed. I put dress shoes on. I put dress pants on. I got a dress shirt. And I looked like a businessman. And at first, they looked at me and said, look at you, you absolute <laughs> wanker. But it changed the mindset because all of a sudden, they realized when something did go wrong or a late call did come in, I didn't even have the clothes to get in the trenches with them, let alone be able to jump in there and help them. And it changed the whole whole aspect of my business. And it was the turning point of going from a team of, I think we were sitting at around about a team of six or seven to a team of 17. Right. So it sounds so simple, but that one change Mm. had such a huge effect on your mindset about how you showed up every day. It was probably the moment that you saw yourself as an actual leader and not one of them. And it changed the way the team treated you. It took you from manager to leader. 100%. There is not enough emphasis on the importance of feeling the part. But how you feel about yourself, your thoughts, and hence your actions play a big part of the confidence you bring to the business. Because as a leader, you're expected to be a role model. You got to walk the walk, talk the talk, and set an example. So you need to constantly be happy and on your toes and ready to go. Yeah. So this is quite interesting. This Mm. leads me to a next point of mastering communication because a big part of being a leader is how you interact and persuade the team members to work together. Mm. Just because you say something doesn't mean they understand it nor remember it, even if it's like your beautiful future speech was super inspiring. 
You mean like the way most of us tradies talk to our team? Because guess what? We generally talk at them. (laughs) (laughs) Like teaching, how do you follow processes? How many of you out there have hired a new tradie or apprentice, popped them in a van with you and driven around blabbing all your systems and processes at them, thinking that'll pick it up just like click of the fingers. Well, guess what? They won't take it in. It's their first day. They're just trying to find the ropes and you're just nonstop, blah, 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 blah. Just speaking at them leaves opportunity for miscommunication, interpretation, and definitely mistakes because it's ineffective communication. I bet you listeners just had the light bulb moment go off or you're sitting thinking, but I spoke to them, I communicated to them. How is that ineffective? What? (laughs) Right. So metaphorically speaking, there are actually three different languages that we need to use to communicate because everyone understands things and learns differently. Definitely. So stick with me here. There are actually three different ways to communicate, visual, audio, and kinesthetic. So visual is seeing things written down or maybe a diagram. Audio is hearing information, like your example before, Andy. Yep. And kinesthetic is actually touching something or doing the task and learning through assistance. If you want to be a leader that communicates effectively with your team, removing all the blurred lines, you need to be utilizing all three of these languages. Yeah, especially when you're dealing with tradies, right? I can only speak for myself, but I went to TAFE because I was good with my hands. I didn't want to sit in lectures for hours and hours on end, listening to someone going blah, blah, blah. You know, I would have really switched off really quick as well. But when they made me do something and ask my opinion, I was forced to be involved. So think about when you're delivering what you want to communicate, because effective communication will make for a great culture and therefore some serious motivation motivation within your team. Yeah, I agree. Your business values may be on the wall Mm -hmm. as a reminder of the future of the business. You might be asking the team's opinion about work at hand and collaborating with a solution. And you might be involving them in projects that help their development and benefit the business. Agreed. At the end of the day, we want the business to flourish as a team. So what are you doing right now in your business as a leader? It's a really good question. So is there a piece of advice that you would actually share to start this process? Yeah, I think it's no secret that business can be really challenging. But hey, this is the gig that every single one as a trade business owner, we signed up for. But if you want to be successful, you have no choice but to step up from being a tradesperson to being a manager and then heading into being a kick-ass leader. This is the position you must excel at at all times. I know it can be exhausting and relentless, but you're going to get better. Remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. As a leader, I can't help anyone if I have nothing else to give. I have to be able to get the most out of myself first before I can even think about being responsible for getting the best out of my team. Yeah, that's a good one. So how do you get the best out of yourself? For me, it just comes down to a bit of routine, you know, doing exercises, taking time out for myself, making that space for me so that I can help others. Right. So it's like when you get on a flight and they give you that safety instruction of Mm. fit your own mask first. Yeah. Because you actually have to help yourself before you can help others. The business can't run if you're struggling for oxygen. Exactly. So for all you listeners out there, I want to ask you, what are you going to do to start stepping up 
as the leader. If you're just a tradie that doesn't currently own a business, it could start with getting a morning routine happening. If you do own a business already, start with a review of your strengths and also your weaknesses. Yeah, that's great tips. So, crew, if you want some more information on how to step up as a leader, take charge and be super successful in your business, then can I suggest you download our free Strengthen Your Leadership Cheat Sheet? I'm going to pop the link in the show notes, or I'd suggest you head to lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash free resources. I don't know about you, Ange, but I feel like this has been a wicked episode. It is seriously time for you, everyone out there, for you to step up as a leader and show everyone around you, if that's your family, if that's your team, the way to go. Because you know what? If you're not stepping up as that leader, when are you going to? You know, it's either now or never. So everyone listening out there, I want you to all join me with a big fat, hell yeah! (laughs) Awesome. Catch you guys soon. See ya. Subscribe to The Tradie Show wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Rate and write us a review. Or for more information about Lifestyle Tradie, head to lifestyletradie.com.au.